0: Check it out, Startup Nation. I know many of you are trying to improve your marketing performance, right? You have your business or your e-commerce store, and you're trying to increase that brand awareness. No worries. I got you. You should listen to the brand new Keep Optimizing podcast. That's optimizing with an S and not a Z. It's a marketing podcast that will provide you with not only the latest tips and advice in the game, but also you will hear from experts in their field when it comes to email marketing, SEO, and more. This is a must-listen-to podcast for my e-commerce entrepreneurs. It's hosted by Chloe Thomas, who is a 15-year marketing expert, best-selling author, and award-winning podcast host. It's already a top-20 marketing podcast in seven countries, so clearly you're going to get amazing value every episode. So as you can see, Stoddard Nation, you're in good hands with my girl, C.T., So listen and subscribe to the Keep Optimizing podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you like to get your favorite podcasts. You can also get more information at KeepOptimizing.com. The link is there in the show notes. It's time to be about that life, the startup life. Here's your host, Dominic Lawson. All right, Startup Nation, so I hope you're ready to receive some value today. My name is Dominic Lawson, and this is The Startup Life, the show for entrepreneurs and career-minded professionals. You know, Startup Nation, when following a dream, we often find ourselves in adverse situations. Meetings not going your way, sales numbers not where you want them to go. The list goes on and on, right? And it is at these times that all you can do, all you can really do, Is hold on to the passion until things turn around. And our guest today knows a little bit about that. She is a graduate at the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising. She's also the founder of Sweet Sweet Honey Hawaii, which is uh, available online in an all Nordstrom store. She is the wonderful Jennifer Teixeira. J-Tex, how are you, ma'am?
1: I'm Awesome. How are you doing?
0: I can't complain. I can't complain. Look, you know, you you, you have uh, this amazing career, this amazing experience. Are you ready to pour some knowledge in the startup nation today? Because we can definitely use your help.
1: Yes, absolutely. I am ready.
0: Sounds good. So if you would, uh, first, just kind of share your origin story, if you don't mind.
1: Well, I started off very young as an entrepreneur, okay. always loving fashion, watching fashion shows, um, redoing my Barbie's clothes, okay, always mm-hmm. wanting to be a part of fashion and then later on in life i noticed textile prints Mm. and how fabulous that was especially being in hawaii with all the tropical prints all of the tropical designs around me and just wanting to really get into the fashion industry um But before that, my parents was entrepreneurs themselves, especially my father. Gotcha. Um, He was a fisherman. He loved to fish, so he would go and sell his fish at the fish market. Um, He also had little businesses here and there. Um, He had like a shave ice, like so you guys call it snow cone. Yeah. Um, truck. Um, back in the day when it was like a food truck, but it was more like a snack food truck. Um, so he had various things going on as well that got me interested in starting my own business at a very young age.
0: (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Thank you for sharing that. You know,
0: tell me a little bit more about, you know, uh, some of those things you learned from your dad. He's, he sounds like quite the hustler. So tell me a little bit more about him.
1: Yes. My, so my dad, um, was an immigrant from the Philippines. Okay. Um, and he moved here. I want to say when he was about 20 years old, um, and he wanted to live that American dream Mm. of just, um, you know, back then it was hard for him finding a job and working endless jobs. And he pretty much did it, you know, to make more money for the family. And I watched him pretty much hustle on a daily basis, (laughs) working two jobs, um, handling a family and also doing his little side hustle. And that really got me intrigued of the way he worked every single day. And I Really love that hustle for sure. It was for exciting sure. to me.
0: Absolutely, no, yeah. I, I definitely can understand that. You know, and we've have people on the show where uh, either they're uh, first generation or second generation. Uh, you know, uh, Americans and stuff like that. And this kind of goes to show that like, it, like immigrants are like, like make some of the best entrepreneurs. It's almost kind of like, you know, they want to, uh, uh, go somewhere, you know, uh, whether it be the United States or anywhere else for that matter, you go somewhere, you really don't know much about the lay of the land and you're just like, you know what? It just has to work. There's no other way, uh, for it to happen. It just has to work. So I, I just love, uh, that story that you tell about your dad. I appreciate that.
2: Yes,
1: absolutely.
0: For sure. For sure. Once again, startup Nation, we're talking to Jennifer to the founder of sweet, sweet honey Hawaii. So that is quite the name kind of talk to me about that a little bit.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. So I did not know I was going to start a children's brand. I okay. always knew I wanted a company. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of just fell upon me kind of just happened. So gotcha. to say, I wanted to start a company or not start a company, but I just wanted to de- design stuff for my kids. Gotcha. And, It just grew from there. And I didn't honestly know what to name it. And because I just had a newborn, um, I would call her my sweet honey. And I was Mm -hmm. like, why not just call my brand sweet honey? So I had another child, a, a little older daughter, she's now 12 gotcha. and she'd be my honey. So I'd be like, Oh, that's sweet. And that's sweet. And that's my honey. <laughs> gotcha.
0: gotcha. Gotcha. It
1: kind of, it was, it wasn't really, my business wasn't really planned. It kind of just like fell upon me.
0: Gotcha. Well, well let me ask you this yeah. though. Kind of talk about why just go ahead and, per, and pursue it. You know, it wasn't really planned. It just kind of, you know, it just kind of, you know, was, I'm not going to say thrust upon you, but it was just kind of just fell in your lap a little bit. And there's times where entrepreneurs was like, you know, they get those uh those notions to either, uh, I don't know, or you know I'm gonna go forward with it. And you could have gone either way. So what was that tipping yes. point? Yes. What was that tipping point in 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 your story?
1: Yes. So I was shopping for kids stuff one day at Nordstrom. Gotcha. And it's so funny because now we're in Nordstrom. <laughs> that,
0: that's hilarious. Um, yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> and I was walking around and I was like, there's nothing really that intrigues me here. It's so Mm. not to say boring, but it wasn't really my style. Right. So I was like, let me just being a graphic artist and being in the fashion industry already, I was like, let me make something for my kids that they could wear that was vibrant and soft and lightweight fabric being in Hawaii. And um so I created some pieces for my kids. I hand sold them all. And um when my daughter was born I took some pictures and everyone just loved it right. and everybody wanted to order it. And I was like, okay, like, let me just make a few pieces here and there. And it just grew from there. It's word spread. And I was like, wow, I'm really onto something here. Let me continue on to see what's going to happen. Cause at that point I had a full-time job. My husband works a really good job. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, what's to lose at this point. Gotcha. And um, from there, I started my business with $300 I heard that. and I just started flipping it over and over and over again until it became what it is today.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you for sharing. Yes. That. And, and Startup Nation, that website is sweet, sweet, uh, honey, Hawaii.com uh, dot com. We have a link there in the show notes. Yes. Uh, if you're listening to the replay there on the podcast and when you go to the website, you really uh, check out these designs. What, what you notice instantly is that like they're they're colorful, they're vibrant, and it really speaks to uh, the, uh, the the nature of what you would think of when it comes to Hawaii. Kind of talk about how the state of Hawaii really does, you know, uh, inspire the brand. You no, know, not just from the namesake, but from the, the, the materials and stuff that you use as well. Yes.
2: Yeah. Hawaii
1: is a very full of culture. Absolutely. Everyone here loves their heritage. Mm-hmm. Um, and we love, we're very, very proud of what we represent here in Hawaii. And that's the spirit of aloha and sharing that aloha, which means love to everyone around us. Right. And that's what our company stands for. We want our print to speak to the world. And it's just not for people who are in Hawaii, but for people all over the world and just spreading that love. Um, Our fabrics is lightweight. So we do our bamboo muslin fabric, which we started off with, with our um, swaddles. And then we have like a very soft light and airy cotton fabric, which is great, not only for Hawaii, but for summer as well in the U.S. mainland.
0: Gotcha. Now I I have to ask because, you know, I I saw that, you know, and you know, with everything going on, the, the uh, global pandemic and stuff like that in the June of this year, you had uh, several at $70,000 generated in revenue. Like That's fantastic. I guess I want to ask you, you know, how have you been faring out? know obviously pretty well, but like, what do you think was the keys have been to keys to your success uh, during this, uh, this economic kind of, you know, uh, downturn a little bit, if you will, because not everybody's having that success.
1: Yes. So in the beginning of this pandemic, I heard about it in January Mm -hmm. when it just started and I was terrified, but at the same time I was like, you know what? I'm not going to pay attention to what's going on in the world. I'm going to keep going. Yes. We had major, major setbacks and challenges with production and um, just getting supplies, like shipping supplies and all of everything, the delays with shipping. Mm -hmm. Um, But I refused to even, and, you know, be like, well, I'm going to stop production. I'm going to hold off. I'm going to like, stop advertising. We, I, I talked to my team and I talked to everyone that's in the business with us. And I was like, we are not stopping. We're going to continue on as nothing is going on. And we are going to have some challenges. Um, and I right. think that's what everyone who's our supporters on social media and everyone that supports us saw is that we still wanted to continue on. And we're still putting out that love to everyone that, hey, even though this is going on, we're still here and we're still here for you
2: guys.
0: Sure. You know what? Let me as add, a company. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I appreciate that. And, and when you talk to uh, your team about that, you know, and, and you're trying to rally the troops and stuff like that, let me ask you this. Let's, let's get a little deep, real quick. You know, mm-hmm. how much of that, you know, we're not going to panic, we're not going to do this, we're not going to give in. How much of that was not only for your team, but also for yourself as well?
2: it
1: was definitely for myself okay, for, <laughs> for sure yes it was For sure. it was because i i i battled with cancer before and right. i try to always always see the positive side out of everything right you know the way i see it is if we if we don't make money or if you know we have to shut down mm-hmm. that's like the absolute worst that could happen it's not the end of the world right um Like I said, in the beginning, I started my company with $300. Worst comes to worst, I can start another company with $300. You know, Um, and I have that mentality of just keep going on. And I do have to, you know, remind myself every day of what I've been through while starting this company. And just hype myself up and the people around me to know that, you know, they're not going to lose their job. We're going to try to do this as a team and we're going to be successful at it. And that's really worked out for us during this COVID,
0: right? For sure, and, and nineteen I, issue. Absolutely, absolutely, and I appreciate that. And I was going to ask you uh, about your past and 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 coming on on the other side of cancer. And it seems like it's really prepared you uh, for these adverse situations, like a a, a pandemic or. Or even if like revenue falling or a uh, supply chain issues that you kind of mentioned, uh, earlier and stuff like that. Cause I know, uh, in the, uh, in the 48, you know, states over here, you know, there's a lot of people going through that. Uh, let me ask you, yeah. Was it like, like doubly hard to kind of figure out? Because not only is it regular supply chain issues, you know, but due to the pandemic, because, but is it was, was it like an added layer of difficulty being in Hawaii?
1: Yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Talk
0: about We a were short bit. Yeah. on supplies, yeah. yes.
1: Um, shipping was, on an island, you can't get a lot of shipping supplies. Right. Um, you can't get the fabric that you need. Like, I, I get everything sourced out of Hawaii. Majority, I want to say 75% of everything is sourced out of Hawaii just because shipping is so expensive. Supplies is so expensive here. It right. just doesn't help my business out at all. Um, so we did have so much delays um we would have to send notifications to our customers that we were shipping late because we couldn't get mailers or we were out of um shipping labels it was something so simple that you'd never think
2: right. you'd
1: be out of mm-hmm. um and we were going through those issues and people like people would be like well why don't you have mailers <laughs> right. you know it's like well i can't get it <laughs> right for
2: sure um
1: it was and it, there was Tons of product delays as well. Our collection release got pushed back months in advance. Um, right. Because we have manufacturing delays coming from overseas mm-hmm. as well.
0: Gotcha. Um, yeah. Go, I'm sorry. I, I, were you, were you fin- I didn't want to cut you off. Go ahead. Were you finished?
1: No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay, no, no, gotcha. go ahead.
0: Okay. Gotcha. No, uh-huh. I, I wanted to ask you that. And that's really important because I can't tell you how many times we talk to people, uh, who, uh, uh, you know, email the show or we, uh, the entrepreneurs we talk to in our many, uh, endeavors and stuff like this. It's like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go on an island and start a company and everything's going to be fine. And so, you know, you have Jennifer here. It's like, well, there's some things you may want to consider. <laughs> Uh, you know, before yes. you kind of do that. So I'm glad you said that. Cause that's super important. Cause we have, like I said, we have so many people, whether it be Hawaii or somewhere else. It's like, I'm just going to go on an Island. I'm going to be a beach bum and just start a company with a laptop and a dream. And it's like, well, you know, yes. like I said, it, I think it's more to it than that. So I appreciate you kind of uh, filling in those blanks for us. Cause I think that's important.
1: Yes. It's definitely more expensive. I feel because I right. lived in um, California for about five years. mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely more expensive to own a business in Hawaii than it would be in the States. Right. That's yes.
0: For sure. For sure. Thank you uh, for sharing that. And so, and speaking of California, kind of talk about uh, your time at a uh, FDIM a little bit.
1: Yes. I, so I majored in graphic design. I right. didn't go into full fashion um, just because I was inspiring to be a graphic artist versus a fashion artist. Um, I wanted to actually get into movies instead of fashion, um, but I'd work with a few designers at FITM, and that's where it led me to go into fashion instead of movies. Gotcha. Um, so I went to FITM, and I got a job at a manufacturing company mm-hmm. in downtown LA, and I just loved the whole aspect of the whole manufacturing got you. industry.
0: Gotcha. And. and, and No, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Oh, and then I um, got a job at Forever 21 working in that massive environment. And it just, it really, that's where everything, that's where my dreams began. Like Mm -hmm. I wanted a company just like that, where it's very homey. They were loving towards their employees at the time. And I just love that environment and wanted to eventually create something on that size scale. I mean, we're
0: not there yet, but, you know, eventually. Gotcha. Well, it looks like you're definitely uh, on your way. And I'm glad you talked about uh, your experience, you know, at, at you know Forever 21 and stuff like that, because we have a lot of people who are thinking about that path of entrepreneurship and they, they're afraid They're like, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that. But. I think, you know, because I imagine being there in L.A. using, you, you know, probably, you know, uh, in and out of the L.A. fashion district. And then some of the stuff you learned at Forever 21, also, uh, obviously, uh, at school as well. I, I think what yeah. you point out is that, like, a lot of the skills and tools that you will use and need in entrepreneurship, you may come into the business mind. I mean, you may come into your company yes. with 70 percent of that stuff you already kind of know.
2: Yes. Actually,
0: right.
1: I do suggest everyone that I meet, they mm-hmm. ask me for advice and I do tell them, get into the industry that you want to get into, like go ahead and work there right? and see if you actually like that industry before you try to jump into it. Because a lot of people start at, I don't know where to go. I don't know how to do this. You know, they, they're lost at how to start and like, well, go and get experience in that industry. Even if it's in retail, Right. Um just getting to know customers. Right. You can learn so so much by just talking to people and meeting people and that will help you get further. All right, startup nation so we're
0: going to go ahead and take a quick break. We got to pay some bills. Once again, my name is Dominic Lawson and you're listening to The Startup Life. Check it out, Startup Nation. I know many of you are trying to improve your marketing performance, right? You have your business or your e-commerce store, and you're trying to increase that brand awareness. No worries. I got you. You should listen to the brand new Keep Optimizing podcast. That's optimizing with an S and not a Z. It's a marketing podcast that will provide you with not only the latest tips and advice in the game, but also you will hear from experts in their field when it comes to email marketing, SEO, and more. This is a must-listen-to podcast for my e-commerce entrepreneurs. It's hosted by Chloe Thomas, who is a 15-year marketing expert, best-selling author, and award-winning podcast host. It's already a top-20 marketing podcast in seven countries, so clearly you're going to get amazing value every episode. So as you can see, automation, you're in good hands with my girl, C.T., so listen and subscribe to the Keep Optimizing podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you like to get your favorite podcast. You can also get more information at keepoptimizing.com. The link is there in the show notes. Aurelex powers this episode of the Startup Life. Startup nation as a podcaster, radio host, and business owner, I know a thing or two about the need for your message to come through clearly to your target audience. The last thing you want when trying to close a big deal over the phone or giving a sales presentation in your conference room is to have the person you are talking to be distracted by either the fact that you sound like you are in a warehouse or an outside noise like a fire truck. Trust me startup nation, I know this all too well from experience. And that is why Auralex has your back. Auralex Acoustics creates professionally tested products that you can trust in a commercial space or at home. Better Office Acoustics improves intelligibility when video conferencing or generic conversation reduces stress and helps build a proactive work atmosphere. From a home studio for my content creators to your office space downtown, your gear performs better in an acoustically treated room. Trust me, you are in good hands with Auralex as they are the number one brand in acoustics providing trusted solutions for over 40 years. Also, you can download the X Acoustic Treatment mobile app in the Apple or Google Play Store to give you specifically designed and instantaneous recommendations for various room types. Go to Oralx.com and use the promo code STARTUP in all caps for 10% off your entire order. The link is there in the show notes if you are listening to the replay on the podcast. So if you are ready to stop sounding like you're having a sales meeting in a sports arena, go with Auralex. Professional audio made simple. Tresto powers this episode of The Startup Life. and it's all unlimited calling texting and all of the powerful call management features like auto attendance call recording user groups and more for just 15 dollars per user per month with tresta there's no contract and you don't need any special hardware just your smartphone you're already using tresta is easy to configure so you can set everything up yourself all online Avoiding all the hassle and high overhead costs of setting up a traditional business phone system, which is important because as entrepreneurs, we are always trying to cut cost and time. They're often a 30-day free trial so you can see if Tresta's virtual phone system is right for you. Communicate smarter and more efficiently with Tresta. Start now at Tresta.com forward slash startup life. That's T-R-E-S-T-A.com forward slash startup life. The link is there in the show notes if you are listening on the podcast. Presta, business communication simplified. All right, Startup Nation, welcome back as we continue our conversation with today's guest here on The Startup Life. So, you know, you, you were talking earlier about the the spirit of Hawaii and, and sharing and aloha and stuff like that. And I know that your brand uh, has a social uh, component as well, where you're like planting trees or st- and, and other stuff like that. Talk about why that's important for you, because we're seeing a lot more brands, a lot more businesses that are being started in the past, you know, five to 10 years. Uh, having that social component matter of fact, we, uh, a few weeks ago, we talked to uh, uh, Chris, Dr. Christopher Marquise. He's a, a professor at Cornell. And he he's all about B corporations where they have that social component, uh, and it's growing more and more talk about why that's important for you to have that social component to make the world a better place when it comes to your company.
1: Yeah, so it starts with my heart and what I believe in. Gotcha. And that's for our children right now. So i It has no, um, it had nothing to do with profits or, Um, you know, try to gain exposure and any sorts of that. It had mainly to do with me selling children stuff and thinking about the future for our children and wanting to be involved and being that example for not only my children, but children and mothers everywhere who are following us to let them know, hey, this is what's going on in the world and we need to be able to do our part. So when you support our company, just know that we are supporting all of these causes as much as we can um, with what you're providing us with. So it's not just we're we're just not one of those companies trying to gain profit from other people's money. We actually want to do a difference in the world. Um, So we set out with planting trees. Mm -hmm. Um, we give back to the communities and the hospitals here. We try to give back as much as possible.
0: Gotcha. Let me ask you this, you know, because when we think of, you know, the, you know, Hawaii, you know, come, you know, if you've never been there, you, you, you know, you don't live there something like that excuse me, you know, what are some of those social challenges that you're, you know, you, you talked about planting trees and stuff like that. What are some of those other social challenges that you try to tackle, uh, as you use your, your, the platform of your business to kind of tackle those things?
1: Yeah. So we have a lot of homeless, um, mm, right now okay. going on in Hawaii. So you wouldn't um, even think that
0: come not, not visiting there or something like that. You wouldn't even think that, but I'm sorry. I mean, to go ahead. I want to emphasize that point. Go ahead.
1: Yes, yes. You don't think about homeless in Hawaii. You think it's very beautiful. Right. Um, Hawaii's a very, very expensive place to live in. Gotcha. Um, and in the recent years, prices have skyrocketed. Even even though we're in a pandemic, it's still happening. Prices are not coming down. It's still going up. Right. So we have a lot of homeless. And we also have a, a lot of homeless families as mm. well. It's just not um, you know, abuse or right. drugs or any of that. Gotcha. It's ordinary people who are losing their houses and having nowhere to go. Um, So we try to give back to that as well, especially um, we got word of the hospitals and parents not being able to clothe their newborn babies. Um, So we do work with the hospitals as well with that. We have a lot of injustice going on here in Hawaii as well Mm. with um, the land and um, not being able to afford, are the local people being able to afford places here because it's being sold Got to you. international corporations, so oh, it's just wow. a lot of injustice here as well.
0: yeah no, I, 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 I didn't. I didn't know about that part. You know, can you can you share a little yes. bit about that part a little bit if you don't mind? Just
2: oh, a little yeah. bit deeper. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: Um, the Hawaiians have lived here forever. You mm-hmm. know that, um, and um, they believe that the land was stolen by you. the United States.
2: Gotcha. Um,
1: and the tricky part about that is the state does not give the land back to the people versus they have deals with international corporations to take over sectors of the land to maybe build hotels or to build their housing and pretty much raise the price on the locals. So local people are having trouble buying houses and, you know, affording, their rents mm-hmm. in um, real estate. And that's why it's so hard to own a business here right. because the real estate is just insane I believe to it. even afford something on that.
0: I believe it. I definitely believe yes. that. No, I, I appreciate that. And I think it just goes, thank you for sharing. I wanted to ask you no problem. and dive deeper into that because I think, as entrepreneurs, you know, you know, it's one thing to make a profit It's one thing to be altruistic, but it's also another thing to pay attention to uh, the socioeconomic situation that's going on around you, because, you know, a, a lot of time now, granted, you are uh, a, a national brand, you sell online and stuff like that, but you're based in Hawaii. And so, uh, you know. You, uh, not necessarily have an obligation or whatever, but you have to know what's going on around you, uh, because just for the sheer, you know, being in the sheer vicinity, uh, of you know uh, those things like homelessness and the land and real estate and stuff like that. So I appreciate you sharing that.
1: No problem. No, Absolutely. No
0: worries. No worries. So, one of the things that you know that that has come up a lot in this conversation, uh, outside of you know it, they being the namesake of your company, which is once again Startup Nation Sweet Sweet Honey dot uh, com. We have a link there. Sweet Sweet Honey Hawaii uh, We have a link there in the show notes for easy access if you listen to the replay on the podcast. But you you mentioned your kids. A lot. And they seem super important to you. I know uh, you got to go get them in a a little while, uh, but kind of talk about your kids a little bit.
1: Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I have three daughters. Okay. um, I bet that's a fun household. Six and five. It's a fun household (laughs) running a business and, um, you know, trying to educate my children about what's going on in the world and raising my children to be the leaders, pretty much of the future, which I think is very, very important, especially in a time like this. Of so course. it is very tricky as a parent in 2020.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> no, I imagine, yeah, absolutely. We we're virtual schooling ourselves here.
1: Yes, and, yeah, exactly. So I
0: definitely, I definitely uh, understand and, and appreciate what, what you're, um, uh, talking about. So as the mom of, of three girls and, 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 and having this business and, you know, during a world pandemic and, and, and stuff like that, you know, what are you hoping that they're learning from you? You know, you no, know, what do you hope their legacy will be as they move on, uh, and they get older and they kind of come into their own and with their maturation process, what are you, some of those lessons you hope they learn from you?
1: I hope that they're watching me and I know my second and my oldest one, they really are inspired by me and I Mm -hmm. can tell by their actions and what they say they want to do. And they always try to help out in the business. They're always involved in the business. But I hope that they see that no matter what happens, you can always conquer your dreams And you can face your challenges and challenges aren't that scary. You know, Um, they are just challenges in life that's meant to be overcame. And they just really become those strong women that the world needs because we do need strong women um, going into the future.
0: Absolutely. Now, I definitely uh, understand that as the father of two daughters, I I definitely agree with uh, with with that sentiment for sure. Uh, you know, what's, Jennifer, what's your entrepreneur superpower and why?
1: Ooh, superpower. Mm Um, let's see. I definitely have to say I like a good challenge. I think I, I do love challenges. I feel like it keeps me alive. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's not as much as the success story. It's more of the journey that it takes to get there. Right. Um, so I think that's kind of like my superpower, if that makes sense.
0: No, that that, that <laughs> makes complete sense. You know, let me ask a follow-up question uh, to that, yes. because I know a lot of entrepreneurs who, you know, they like challenges and stuff like that. But sometimes, uh, you know, some entrepreneurs that I've seen can get a bit addicted to challenges. Like you always want to push yourself, always want to <laughs> challenge yourself. How do you yes. balance, how do you balance <laughs> not taking unnecessary challenges or unnecessary risk? You know what I mean? Because you can be like, oh yeah, I can overcount that. Let's see, let's see how strong I am now. Right. You know, and, and you can find yourself in trouble sometimes by doing it. So kind of talk yes. about that balance a little bit, if you don't mind, Jennifer.
1: Okay. So I like to make a list of pros and cons okay. um, and plan it out. I try to see foresee the future before I even take the jump. Mm. Um, so that's my balance in taking challenges on. I kind of know what's going to happen before it happens, or I make a list of what could go wrong before I even approach it. Gotcha. Um. And if that list is way too long, if it's too much, I won't. I won't go and push myself
0: then and there yet. <laughs> gotcha. You know what? I'm so glad you said that because when I say stuff like that, people <laughs> think you're being crazy, Dominic, like, as far as like you can't tell the future. Like, okay, okay look, I'm not <laughs> I'm not fully prescient. I understand that. But I believe that A, if you make pros and cons lists, like you talked about, Jennifer, but also B, if you're paying attention to everything around you, kind of telling what's going to happen next is not as hard as you think. Uh, uh, so yes. I, I, I definitely understand that. And I appreciate you saying that for sure.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: No worries. <laughs> and, uh, and, and before I ask the last question, Jennifer, I just want to say thank you so much uh, for coming on the show. Thank you so much for sharing your time. And once again, Startup nation, that company is sweet, sweet, honey, Hawaii, uh, dot com. We have a link there in the show notes for easy access. If you listen to the replay on the podcast also follow them on instagram at the same name sweet sweet honey uh hawaii and and go and check out the fantastic uh post and content there as well i'm actually going to turn the microphone over to you because there's somebody out there in the startup nation who's feeling a little discouraged feel a little down jennifer if you would take give some words of encouragement to take us out for the day if you don't mind
1: you are amazing and you can do amazing things um start off small Don't let anything else discourage you. Don't let anyone else discourage you around you. Take one step at a time and believe in yourself and take that jump if you are ready.
0: Take that jump if you are ready. Thank you so much. Awesome stuff. And that's going to wrap up our time here on The Stop Life. We want to thank Jennifer Teixeira once again of Sweet Sweet Honey, uh, for coming on the show. Thank you so much, Jennifer. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much
0: fun. No worries. And as always, Startup Nation, if you have an idea, be about that life, the Startup Life. If you want to let us know what you think about our show, have an idea for a show topic, or would like to advertise on our show, send us a message on the Startup Life podcast Facebook page. And while you are there, like and follow our page as well. It's a great way for us to engage with you, Startup Nation, and really grow our community. The link is there in the show notes. Subscribe to the show as it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play.